Good evening. Welcome to Voice in the Wilderness. I'm Don Noble of Pure Heart Ministries, and I welcome you today with exceedingly abundantly and overflowing joy. Well, we are in the Christmas season, and it is a beautiful time of the year. I do want to keep reminding those of you who live in the local area. I teach a Bible study on Wednesday nights, 6 p.m. to 8 p.m., at Top Hat Pools and Stoves. It's 2258 Main Street, Wheeling, West Virginia. We are currently still in the book of Revelation. I am going to be teaching on the city of Smyrna because I've been uh, prompted by the Lord to teach about just the seven cities of Revelation, not on the book of Revelation, just the seven cities. So tomorrow we will be discussing, or rather Wednesday, we will be discussing Smyrna. So I really encourage you to please come and join us at 6 p.m. on Wednesdays. It's really, um, it's really a wonderful experience. Uh, we have a, a great group, um, and you'll be part of the family. So come on down on Wednesdays, 6 p.m. Tonight's message is Jesus is the reason. I'm going to be using the Gospel of Luke as my text, and we will be starting in chapter 1, starting with verse 26. Now, in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary, and having come in, the angel said to her, Rejoice, highly favored one, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. But when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying and considered what manner of greeting this was. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the son of the highest and the Lord God will give him the throne of his father, David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever and of his kingdom there will be no end. Then Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I do not know a man? And the angel answered and said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore also that Holy One who is to be born will be called the Son of God. Now indeed, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age. And this is now the sixth month for her, for her who was called barren. For with God, nothing will, be poss- nothing will be impossible. Then Mary said, Behold the maid servant of the Lord, let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. 
Now Mary arose in those days and went into the hill country with haste to a city of Judah and entered the house of Zacharias and greeted Elizabeth. And it happened when Elizabeth heard the greeting of Mary that the babe leaped in her womb and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. Then she spoke out with a loud voice and said, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. But why is this granted to me, that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For indeed, as soon as the voice of your greeting sounded in my ears, the babe leaped in my womb for joy. Blessed is she who believed, for there will be a fulfillment of those things which were told her from the Lord. And Mary said, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit has rejoiced in God my Savior. For he has regarded the lowly state of his maidservant. For behold, henceforth all generations will call me blessed. For he who is mighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on those who fear him from generation to generation. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He has put down the mighty from their thrones and exalted the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent away empty. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance in remembrance of his mercy, as he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham and to his seed forever. And Mary remained with Elizabeth about three months and returned to her home. Now Elizabeth's full time came for her to be delivered, and she brought forth a son. When her neighbors and relatives heard how the Lord had shown great mercy to her, they rejoiced with her. So it was on the eighth day that they came to circumcise the child, and they would have called him by the name of his father, Zacharias. But his mother answered and said, Oh, no, no, he shall be called John. But they said to her, There is no one among your relatives who is called by that name. So they made signs to his father what he would have him called. And Zacharias asked for a writing tablet and wrote, saying, His name is John. So they all marveled. Immediately his mouth was opened and his tongue loosed, and he spoke, praising God. Then fear came on all who dwelt around them, and all these sayings were discussed throughout all the hill country of Judah and Judea. And all those who heard them kept them in their hearts, saying, What kind of child will this be? And the hand of the Lord was with him. Now his father Zacharias was filled with the Holy Spirit and prophesied, saying, Blessed is the Lord God of Israel, 
for he has visited and redeemed his people and has raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David. As he spoke by the mouth of his holy prophets, who have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all who hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant, the oath which he swore to our father Abraham, to grant us that we, being delivered from the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And you, child, will be called the prophet of the highest, for you will go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation to his people by the remission of their sins through the tender mercy of our God, with which the day spring from on high has visited us, to give light to those who sit in darkness and the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the way of peace. So the child grew and became strong in spirit and was in the deserts till the day of his manifestation to Israel. Chapter 2 And it came to pass in those days that a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This census first took place while Quirinius was governing Syria. So all went to be registered, everyone to his own city. Joseph also went up from Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth into Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David to be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife, who was with child. So it was that while they were there, the days were completed for her to be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. Now, there were in the same country Shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling cloths lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest! And on earth, peace, goodwill toward men. 
so it was when the angels had gone away from them into heaven, that the shepherds said to one another, Let us now go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. Now when they had seen him, they made widely known the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all those who heard it marveled at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. Then the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told them. I get very excited about this story. I love Luke's account. He really gives you all the details, all the nitty-gritty, and I like that. You know, there's, there's so much to glean from the scriptures that I just shared with you. I'm just going to point out some things that kind of stand out to me. I think about Mary. And this young girl had to have been really set apart from her youth, from her, her early days. So she was focused on God from, from her early young days, and she loved God. She uh, served him with all of her heart, all of her soul, all of her mind. So I'm sure that the Lord chose her because he understood her heart. He knew that she would be obedient to the task and that she was really one who was prepared to handle such a, um, just a very precious experience, a very humbling experience. But most of all, he knew that Mary would be able to handle uh, the situation, the fact that she was going to be pregnant, unmarried, and she was able to handle that and not, uh, you know, she didn't retreat. She didn't say, no, I can't do that. She said, let it be to me according to your word. So even though she was a young woman, she was strong. She was fervent in her faith. There was, it wasn't going to bother her that people were going to talk about her. And certainly they did. People were going to tried to put shame on her because she was unwed, a, a pregnant young girl, not wed. And uh, that wasn't going to phase Mary because she said, behold, the maidservant of the Lord. See, she already proclaimed who she was. She was the maidservant of the Lord, she said. And the angel said prior to that, 
for with God, nothing will be impossible because she was in her head wondering, how can this work? Uh, I'm going to give birth. I'm not going to have sexual intercourse. I'm going to get pregnant. Uh, Joseph isn't part of this. How, how will this all work out? And I believe that's why the angel spoke that to to her. For with God, nothing will be impossible. I want to say that to you tonight. Because you see, many of us face situations. Not similar to this, but similar in difficulty. Where it's impossible, it seems, for you to believe that God could actually turn things around for you. That God could actually intervene on your behalf. You think it's so remotely impossible that it could not change. But the angel said, for with God, nothing will be impossible. I want to speak that into your spirit tonight. And I want you to grab a hold of that prophetic word. And it's God's word, so it cannot return void. And I want you to not just embrace that with your spirit, but I want you to proclaim it with your own voice. And I want you to proclaim it over your situation that seems so distant, so far away from being able to be manifest But you're going to decree and you're going to declare God's word over your situation. I don't care how difficult it is. I want you to say, for with God, nothing will be impossible. For with God, nothing will be impossible. See, that is a powerful, encouraging word. And we can use that scripture to relate to our situations. Mary responded very positively. Imagine her situation, which seems really, it does seem pretty incredible that she could be pregnant without having sexual intercourse and not with her husband, but she's going to have this baby. But she said, be it, let it be to me according to your word. Let it be to me according to, it's impossible, but let it be to me according to your word. (laughs) Hallelujah. Then when she goes to visit her cousin Elizabeth, Elizabeth is so excited that when she heard Mary's, just Mary's voice, it said when Elizabeth heard the greeting of Mary, just Mary's voice, the babe in her womb leaped and she was immediately filled with the Holy Spirit. And so then Elizabeth goes on and begins to prophesy. She says, blessed is the fruit of your womb. You're blessed among women. And then she says, but why is it granted to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me? But as soon as 
The voice of your greeting sounded in my ears, Elizabeth said. The baby in my womb leaped for joy. How does a pregnant woman know that a baby is leaping in her womb for joy? Well, she did. She did. See, this is all supernatural. This is all way out of bounds. This is way out of our experience. Yeah, it is. But this is the realm that you and I are supposed to live in, in this spiritual realm. We don't want to be so connected to earth that we don't experience the excitement of the spiritual dimension that is around us. I mean, we are spirit. And so I love that Elizabeth said that. I mean, she said, as soon as I heard your greeting, I heard your voice. There was something in your voice, Mary. What was that? What was that in Mary's voice that Elizabeth heard? It was the supernatural sound of the Holy Ghost that I believe Mary, who was now filled with this, conceived this, uh, there was this conception by means of the Holy Spirit of the Son of God in her womb. And so this connection was a very supernatural connection between she and Elizabeth. And of course, uh, John the Baptist, who is in Mary, who is in Elizabeth's womb, is going to be delivered here. Soon we see that Mary left at the time that Elizabeth was going to deliver John the Baptist. Now, I love what Zacharias, John the Baptist's father, says. He's prophesying. He says about his he says about his own son. He said, "You're you're going to be called the prophet of the highest, and you're going to go before the face of the Lord to prepare His ways, and you're going to give knowledge of salvation to His people by the remission of His sins." John was baptizing people in the river of Jordan. He was calling them to repentance. He was baptizing them. He was getting them all ready. And then Zechariah says, the day spring from on high has visited us. Jesus is the day spring. He's the one, Zechariah says, to give light to those who sit in darkness and the shadow of death. He talked about this last week. Those who sit in darkness and the shadow of death. Jesus is the light that comes to bring light to those who sit in darkness and the shadow of the death and to guide our feet in the way of peace. So it, 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 it's, this supernatural, it's this supernatural thing that occurs between Mary, Jesus in Mary's womb, John the Baptist in Elizabeth's womb, and this whole connection is, is so supernatural. And then Zacharias, his tongue is loosed because he was made mute, because he was, was hard to believe that he, his wife was going to conceive. These are old people. They're old, old, old. They shouldn't be able to, be, uh, to, to conceive children. 
Again, another supernatural sign of the Lord for this whole thing. It's just amazing. And, you know, it. I just want to say it really is fun. It is fun. It's exciting to live for the Lord, especially if you walk in the supernatural realm. It's just so much fun to see what God will do, can do. And... And then these shepherds, oh my goodness, these shepherds. I, I just love that, that the angels come to the shepherds. I mean, the lowliest of the lowly, of the lowest class of people, the shepherds. And the angels come to declare a whole heavenly host of them saying, glory to God in the highest on earth, peace, goodwill toward men. Well, who is the Prince of Peace? Jesus is the Prince of Peace. So on earth, Jesus being born, he brought peace. He brought goodwill toward men. And uh, the, the shepherds are so excited after the angels disappear back into heaven. I mean, that must have been a sight. <laughs> this is, again, very supernatural. I mean... Have you ever been out in a field at night in the summertime? Have you seen a multitude of angels come and talk to you? I sure haven't. I sure would like to. But I mean, this is supernatural stuff. This is exciting. Imagine being one of the shepherds. I'd like to have been one of the shepherds to see that multitude and hear them. I mean, a multitude of angels praising God. What? must that sound like? And then to say glory to God in the highest on earth peace, goodwill toward men. Oh, I love it. I love it. It's a, it's a beautiful story. So let me close with just saying that Jesus is the reason for this season. And I hope that you keep that perspective in mind as we get closer and closer to December 25th, the day that we celebrate the birth of Christ. I want to leave you with this. I want to leave you with that scripture. But with God, nothing is impossible. With God, nothing is impossible. You know, my friends, if you have been listening to this program and you don't know Jesus as your Savior, as your personal Savior, would you just pray this quick prayer with me? Just say, Jesus, I want to know you as my personal Savior. I confess with my mouth that you were uh, born, that you died, that you rose again, and that you're coming back. And I thank you for saving me today. I thank you for removing, washing all my sins away and bringing me into right relationship with you. I want to dedicate the rest of my life to live for you with all of my heart, all of my soul, and all of my strength. Thank you, Jesus, for coming to save me. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, would you email me at dawn 
all lowercase letters, all one word, Dawn, D-A-W-N, Dawn at pureheart.today. Please email me. I get so excited if I get an email, but I haven't got any emails. So I'm, I'm saying, hey, you out there who listen, send me an email. And certainly, if you prayed that prayer, please send me an email so that I can pray with you. Well, this is Don Noble. You can go to www.pureheart.today and listen to this podcast again. You can download iHeartRadio app, go to Pure Heart Ministries uh, podcasts, and you can listen to this 24-7. I really uh, hope that you would be willing to um, pray for this ministry. Prayer is prayer is so important. I need prayer for this ministry. And would you consider helping me with this ministry? Financially, you can send a check to Pure Heart Ministries, P.O. Box 85, Valley Grove, West Virginia, 26060. Well, I look forward to being with you next week. This is Don Noble saying shalom, shalom, peace be unto you.